Welcome, Dr. James Beckett, Sports Card Insights. Thanks, sponsors. Beckett Media, Beckett Grading, Beckett Authentication, ComC.com, Burbank Sports Cards, Mike Stadium Sports Cards, Heritage Auctions, Harkin Scott Auctions, Tops, Panini, and Upper Deck. So I just had the thought, just driving down the road, going to the show, coming back from the show, looking at the National, walking around, thinking, do kids actually have an edge nowadays in this hobby, in this industry? And I thought... Maybe they do. So I'm going to explore that for a few minutes here. I certainly can see that when I'm minding my own business, sitting in a dollar box, and I overhear what's going on, I'm telling you, the dealers absolutely give kids better deals. If the kid walks up, and I'm talking about a kid that's, say, less than 18, probably less than 16, so somebody that's not driving, but uh, they walk up and they say, hey, Mr. or Ms., do you want to buy some cards? And the dealers rarely say, get out of here, kid. I just think it's become a kinder, gentler hobby where they say, sure, kid, I'll take a look at what you've got. And they will bend over backwards to try to make a good deal and even a better deal than they would. And so I'm suspecting that the dad (laughs) or the mom or the adult is 20 feet away observing what's going on, making sure the kid's not being taken advantage of. But these kids are sharp. They're not being taken advantage of. They've got a $10 card and they're asking the deal, will you buy it for 15 <laughs> And the dealer just might say yes to encourage. So again, if these kids have a personality and have some sharps, they could do it. The other advantage kids have is I promise you they have more free time than adults. The kid has more free time than the dad. Now the kids don't have as much free time as they used to have because they tend to get overscheduled. But on the weekend at a card show, the kid or the pack of kids, the, the kid and his buddy or her buddy, whatever, they can go around and see what they can come up with and just keep trading up and seeing what they get. So they have more free time. I think they're less risk averse. When you're in your 60s or 70s or 80s, being risk averse means you don't want to take risks because if you make them a financial mistake, you don't have as much time to catch up. That's why if you're in your 20s and 30s and you're investing in the stock market, if you're in your 60s and 70s, many times they're encouraging you to invest in the bond market. So kids don't think about losing. They think positive and there's nothing wrong with that. And in a bull market, that's terrific. They also have the ability to not just have their own money, but to get mom and dad's money. Sometimes it's easier to spend money that you didn't earn. If somebody gave you the money, then you're just going to spend it. Whereas I sure remember in my 20s and 30s when I was earning money and trying to save money, penny saved is a penny earned. You spend money on cards, it needs to be money well spent. I actually did have money well spent and did well with that. But as a kid... I just didn't have very much money and my parents didn't give me. If my parents had given me money and there would have been card shows, yeah, I could have done some serious damage. I would have really, I really have done well. The other thing, as I pointed out, is the older you get, the shorter your time horizon is. I've always said that I'm a patient seller, but every year I should be less patient because I've got one less year to live. Nobody thinks like that if they're 12 years old. They think they've got 70 or 80 years to enjoy the card or to enjoy the hobby. And I think that's all well and good. But all that is a positive. That's an advantage for a kid because if in doubt, they're probably going to make the deal. The other thing is when you're a kid, the learning mode is normal. Sometimes when guys get older and I don't want to be that guy that thinks I've learned it all, I know it all. I want to still be learning. But when you're a kid, it's so obvious that you're learning and you're a sponge. Again, advantage to kids, advantage to anybody that has a learning posture. 
because you're going to do better and better. You're going to learn from your mistakes. I think kids are less inhibited. I think the younger you are, the less inhibited you are to ask for help on a deal. You're not sure. And the inhibition of asking for help, I think, I don't like to ask for help, but if I was trying to make a big deal, I'd probably get some advice and counsel. But the kids, they don't even worry about it. They'll talk to their buddies. And again, there's probably a bias toward making the deal. If in doubt, go ahead and do it. Because again, like I said, they've got plenty of time to make it up if it's a mistake. Or they can sell their mistakes to a dealer for what they paid in many cases. Younger kids are already media savvy and getting more and more digitally savvy and facile in terms of being able to do things that I in the time it takes me to think, I wonder if I could do that, they could have already done it. So again, advantage kids. If they're looking for comps, I'm trying to figure out something and they've already got it. Their eyesight is way better too in most cases. So even if I see something on my phone, I've got to get out reading glasses or put the print size at maximum. So again, advantage kids, certainly kids with good eyesight. The other thing that comes up and just in the world of men, you have more friends when you're younger. I think, again, the hobby is great because the ability to make friends that have minded interests in the hobby is terrific. And I've got a lot of great friends in the hobby. But the average older guy does not have as many friends as the average younger guy. And friends are an advantage when you're looking to do well with cards. I think once you get to high school, you don't think of yourself as a kid. And if you're below eight and you have trouble reading, I'm really not talking about that. So whether it's a nine to 15 or something like that, I think being a kid would be cool. I don't want to go, I don't want to turn the clock back. Most kids don't have credit cards. <laughs> so they're on a cash basis. If their mom and dad gives them the cash or they have the cash, they can spend it. They may have some other digital kind of cash, but it's not so much buying on credit. That enforces a discipline that if I have the money, I can spend it. If I don't have the money, they're not running up MasterCard and Visa bills and making monthly payments on that. Again, I think that's a positive. I do know hobbyists that are my age who dig into their credit card. And that's fine if you're going to pay it off every month. But if you're not, there's a hidden cost that is not fun when you get behind on your credit cards. I've mentioned this before. I think younger kids are better at multitasking. They can respond to a text in the time it takes me to read the text. So they can keep things moving fast. And like I said, I don't think it's multitasking as much as very quickly switching from thing to thing. If you didn't grow up with that, then I think it's a challenge. So advantage kids. The other thing is you've always heard that patience is a virtue. Impatience can be a virtue too, because kids, they want it now. And there's nothing wrong with that. As long as they're not being dishonest or doing anything illegal, that impatience gives them an aggressiveness and a hunger to try to make the deal. I'm way more relaxed. I'd be sitting with a bargain box, a dollar box, and just going through the cards. These kids, from what I've seen, not many of them work in the dollar boxes. They're out there aggressively walking the floor and trying to see if they can find a dealer that'll deal with them. I was more optimistic when I was a kid. I'm not pessimistic now, but I think you get to be more and more of a realist. I don't think I'm a pessimist, but I think kids are more optimistic that things are going to work out and they're going to pull a trigger on these deals. And if they made a bad deal, then I don't think they think about sunk costs. They just think, let's keep moving. It's like a shark. Sharks just keep moving. So these are not baby sharks. And lastly, perhaps, I think there's a benefit if you're not spending your own money. I've helped some friends sell their cards and I've helped some friends buy some cards. 
And it's just a different feeling when it's not your own money. If it's your parents' money or money that was gifted to you, I just really think that makes it a lot freer and easier to not think that I'm spending this money on cards. Then my next paycheck is not coming in until such and such a day, or I'm hoping to get a bonus at the end of the year. I don't think kids think like that. They may think I may get some money for my birthday or for Christmas, but when it's not your own money, I think it's a lot freer. So my point is, I think kids have an advantage that they're more carefree and they're collecting. Me, if I make a bad deal, it really frustrates me and I want to make it right. And I think they just move on. They're going to learn from their mistakes, which we should all do, and enjoy the hobby. And just think how wonderful it would be to be a kid now and think I'm right in on the ground floor where hopefully Fanatics is going to 10x this hobby, this industry. And if we don't mess it up for them. These kids are going to have a lifetime of enjoying a hobby that's going to keep getting bigger and better. Kids, keep it up. I love it when these card shows have kid-friendly policies in terms of admissions. Brody the Kid, there are a number of young people that are great ambassadors for our hobby. And like I said, just even at the Dallas show walking around, I'll see groups of kids making deals and being exuberant, exuberant when they pull something or trade for something. My hat's off to them. I'm not a kid anymore. I think Daps was asking me when I was a kid, when I got my first card, what was I chasing? I think I misinterpreted that. I wasn't chasing anything when I got my first penny pack. I just didn't even know what it was. But when I got back to the neighborhood and showed my neighbor buddies what I had, nobody cared about Spook Jacobs, my first card. And frankly, I don't think and this was in 56, 57, 58. We were in Pittsburgh. So yeah, Clemente was a big deal. Ski was coming on. There were, Mantle was a superstar. Aaron was a superstar. Maze was a superstar. But I would say mainly it was Clemente. If we really had something that would be near and dear, that would not be tradable as a kid. And so kids are funny about that. They, some of them have some, some loyalties and some of them are just capitalists. So simpler in those days. It was simpler when I was a kid, when I was collecting. I just wanted more cards. I wanted to complete sets. I wanted to get the players I want. So keep it up, kids. And thank you, all you dealers that are giving kids an edge. I think if you did bad deals for kids, they wouldn't come back. You don't have to make a great deal for a kid, but you certainly shouldn't do a bad deal and do a good deal. But if you bend over backwards and give a kid an unrealistic deal, you know, that he's got junk and you give him $20 for $5 worth of cards or $200 for $50 worth of cards, I wouldn't go that far because I think that's unrealistic. But I do think you should give a kid a good deal. So that's it for today. I'll be back in a couple of days with another episode about some other topic that is suggested in some way. The man in the house of cards. The man in the house of cards. The man in the house of cards. Is doing.